Hello, and welcome back to Illumos Maxima. Um, if you're listening, obviously you know it's not Tuesday. Uh, this episode is coming out after Tuesday. We had every intention of recording a podcast on government and bureaucratic structure to kind of go with our finance and economics podcast from last week. However, um, we recently got some equal parts sad and infuriating news about a podcast that we absolutely adore. Um, So instead, we're going to dedicate this short, albeit important podcast um, on the current situation of, I think, a lot of Harry Potter-based podcasts. Harry Potter things in general. Harry Potter things in general, yes. And (laughs) to preface this, um, Harry Potter was the original work of a very talented writer. Mm -hmm. And we obviously fell in love with the universe, with her characters. Um, I know I personally have spent more money than I should have on products and movies and books. And I mean, I own um, memorabilia. I own replicas of wands. I have special edition hardback book series and stuff. So obviously, if I enjoy a universe that's created so much, a ton of people enjoy it. Yeah. Um, And I know that you also enjoy it. I mean, we almost every gift giving holiday, we buy each other something Harry Potter themed. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So um, it's not (laughs) my first big point is it's not like JK and those who own the rights to it, which I believe at this point is Warner Brothers. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not like they're not making a shit ton of money off of this franchise. Right. Um, And now that is not to say that anyone is entitled to revenue generated by their intellectual property. I don't think they are. Um, There are a lot of companies that have paid for the right to mass produce clothing, um, glassware, like all everything you can imagine. Everything, literally candles, like dog sweaters, everything. You can buy anything with Harry Potter stuff on it. And a lot of it does the revenue goes to those who own the rights of it right then enter the world of globalization and the internet and people started making products based off of the idea of harry potter um a lot of merchandise which i think if you compare the overall generated revenue is minute um but also people started creating fan fiction which generated originally no revenue fan fiction was written by fans to expand upon the head canons that they have the things about canon that they really liked the pieces of information that they felt like was missing i mean fan fiction truly is it is the best product i think yeah and it's by fans for fans you know it's not it's not supposed to be something that it's not like when they the companies like buy the rights to be able to like make things. It's something no, it's just made for the for per- fans and it's fans, yeah. Um and I mean I and the, obviously this is my own opinion because I know some people have really enjoyed the direction that they've taken the Harry Potter universe, but I feel like the towel is completely wrung out and Warner Brothers is still trying to get a little more out of it. Um okay. because the Harry Potter original series had longevity. Mm-hmm. It has readability and rereadability. I mean, there's even if they had never done anything beyond the original seven books and eight movies, it would be a continual lifelong income for oh, yeah. them. Absolutely. Um, 
I mean, I and say like the reason they even made the Fantastic Beasts series is because of how successful Harry Potter still was. Yes, and and I think it's because they realized that like there was a lot of <laughs> there is if you guys search on the internet, and I won't say what it is because I don't want them to get in trouble too. But there is a Harry Potter fan fiction um, that is freakishly similar to the storyline of Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. And if you can find it, you should read it and love it. Um, and if you can't, leave it alone because we don't want to draw that much attention to it at this point. Yeah. But I mean, Cursed Child, glorified yeah. fan fiction, in my yeah. opinion. Um, even the Fantastic Beast series, glorified fan fiction, in my opinion, because everything beyond the original series for JK and the universe that she created is essentially glorified fan fiction because her world, her universe, she can write whatever she wants. The universe can get as big as she wants it to, but her universe is Harry Potter centric and it always will be. And now she's branching out to areas. Um, and now we don't know where the information came from. We don't know what department or who at the people who own the rights to it, um, what issue they found with it. But the Potterotica podcast, which we've talked about before on here, um, which if you don't know what it is, it's a group of three lovely individuals who read fan fiction, erotic fan fiction, um, centric or centered within the Harry Potter universe. And it started a couple years ago and I used to sit at my Walmart kitchen table that my roommate and I chipped in on so we could have a kitchen table in our house in college. And every week we would sit there and we would just laugh our asses off listening to the true absurdity that is fan fiction. Um, and I mean, it was interesting because it was Harry Potter. That's what brought us to it, but we didn't stay because it was Harry Potter. Because if you've ever listened to an episode, it's not about Harry Potter. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the host. They, right. It's the host. Yes. Ali, Lindsay and Danny are phenomenal. Yeah. Um, and they have created what I would, I mean, I have always considered it to be a non-Harry Potter based podcast. Yeah. Um, and so when they released information earlier this week saying that they had been asked to completely change um, the content and everything like that, um, at first I thought, okay, this is because it's become really successful and popular and the people who own the rights to it feel like it's infringing too much on the territory that is the original content, which if it was like any other Harry Potter podcast, I could see that. Yeah. Um, Cause there are a ton of podcasts out there that literally just, it's, it's one chapter of Harry Potter. They're literally just reading the book. Right. Um, and which is absurd. Me. Yeah. That's what irritates me about this more than anything about this whole situation is that like, at least with Potterotica, they're taking, works that I would think would be covered under fair use and they've got the permission from those authors and they're reading it it's not like they're reading the actual book which many many other podcasts are yeah if you remember a couple episodes ago we talked about just how many Harry Potter podcasts there actually are and there are a ton of them um and so that that was the original impression that I got based on what I read what they put out and then they also did a podcast episode um, going further into detail on the next steps would be. And then I started to get the idea that they had gotten this letter, not because they were making revenue off of things that stemmed from Harry Potter, or even because they were reading fan fiction that used the characters or the likeness of any of the actual Harry Potter characters. Um, but it was because the content was mature. Yeah. Which I'm just going to throw it out there. I don't think there's a single person over the age of 
seven who's read the Harry Potter series or seen the Harry Potter movies and not thought to themselves, you're telling me all these kids between 11 and 17 were at a boarding school and no one was fucking? Really? Yeah. I mean, seriously. Yeah. And it's just, it's so stupid that that, it does seem that that is the issue, the main issue. And it's just, it doesn't make sense to me. It, it doesn't make sense. And I, I do understand that because of the potential for longevity that the universe has that there will continue to be new waves of fans who will be about the age that we were when we started reading it i started reading harry potter when i was nine or ten mm-hmm. um it, i was a little younger than that but i mean like i was a kid when i started reading it i felt like i kind of grew up with the characters and so there will be a there will be a whole new wave of fans who will start at a younger age and will begin to read it and watch it and it's it's true that the content that they produce was not appropriate for kids right but that's why apple podcasts and spotify and all these other streaming platforms have rules on what you have to label your podcast as i mean the the maturity content um is not an issue there are plenty of mature podcasts um we are considered a mature podcast because we use strong language have mature content and talk about adult issues and it's (laughs) it bothers me that the people who own the rights to it see something that the fans enjoy thoroughly as disgusting because it's not just that it's mature content. It's that it's erotic content. It's not, they don't have a problem with the um, adult component of it. That's like generic, but because it branches out into different types of inclusion for relationships and stuff, it, it bothers the people that own the rights to it. And that is absurd because that is very self-limiting. It is. I don't, I don't, um, uh, ah. (laughs) Yeah, we've had a really hard time with this today. We've been talking about it all day and we decided we'll just do a podcast about it and then probably not talk about it for a while. But it, it's very self-limiting, I think, for the fan base because a lot of what um, the readings did is they showed inclusion of different relationship dynamics that, was very welcoming, I think, to a lot of people, LGBTQ, um, ages, and, sexes. And that's all things that... Thruples, like, yeah, those, they exist. <laughs> yeah, and those are all things that aren't originally put into the series. And I get you can't, like, make all representation of every single thing. But that's why fan fiction is so great, is that you can take these characters you love and find representation for every single person. Yes, because if you've, I mean, even if you've never read the books, if you just watch the movies, um, you know that the books are strictly heteronormative. Yeah. And they are very cut and dry, male-female social roles, male-female relationships. I mean, the whole thing is very generic in that term, which in the grand scheme of the book is fine. Yeah. But the nice thing about fan fiction is you can write whatever you want. Um, And it's it's kind of got to be a slap in the face to the people who write fan fiction based on this universe, because not only are those the people that care so much that they keep buying the products and buying the content, Mm -hmm. like those are the people that are doing it, but it also kind of tells them that the universe that they care about does not care about them. Yeah. And, and it's hard because this isn't, and I don't believe this is uh, JK herself. It's Warner brothers and it's a big company knowing probably knowing that this is technically legal but also knowing that they can threaten legal action and that this little small podcast isn't gonna be able to do anything about it yes and in the grand scheme of things it is a small podcast and compared to some of the um 
not like OG podcasts, but I mean, when people really jumped on the podcasting craze, there are podcasts that have a lot more listeners that have generated a lot more revenue, that have a lot more merchandise. And so relatively a small podcast, um, a couple thousand listeners, um, they do have a Patreon, they do get paid for some of it, or they have people who sponsor, I'm not really sure how the whole Patreon thing works, but I know they have people who sponsor the podcast in a way. They have a merchandise store that's almost exclusively based off of jokes from the podcast. They're not selling stuff with, like, the Hogwarts crest on it. No, I mean, Um, they have shirts that say, like, I'm a Lindsay, and I'm a Danny. Like, the names of the hosts. Like, what? Yeah. Yeah. And if it was an argument over revenue, it would make a lot more sense to me. If it was truly that the people who had owned the rights to it felt like the revenue that they were generating from merchandise that stemmed from Harry Potter stuff, because I mean, some of it, you know, it does use the names of Gryffindor and all that stuff that I could see. And that I would be like, you know what? I'm okay with that because the universe was created by someone who worked very hard. And if they want to get royalties or whatever from it, that's okay. They can figure that out, whether they keep the merchandise, whether they pay for it, whatever it is like, that would make a lot more sense, (laughs) but it's, it's content. It's not even characters. It's content. And that feels very limiting. Um, it's now I'm a little biased. It's a podcast that I love. Um, yeah. I've listened to it for years. I was the third person to ever review their podcast. And it's sad because this is something that's happening in waves with yeah. all things Harry Potter of all genre, um, not genres, of but- all media presentations. I mean, it's. I would say since Cursed Child-ish, when they decided that they were going to write more content, because, I mean, after the original series, you know, they developed Pottermore more, but there wasn't really, like, new content to be had. Right. Um, And then they... Like, an issue. Yeah, it wasn't really an issue. And then they decided, they being those who own the rights to it and who write for it, that they were going to put out something of their own. Um, And it just seems like once they did that, there was a huge attack on people who used the likeness of the universe and it's it's a complicated one for me because i do think that if you created something legally and you even if you didn't work hard for it but if you created it you're still entitled to the benefit of it yeah whatever it may be but i don't know i've been listening to the podcast for a while and i don't have an issue with it i mean people people write there are websites dedicated to nothing but fanfic people write it all the time um, and it's never really been an issue. No, I mean, for God's sakes, Fifty Shades of Grey is a Twilight fanfic. Come on. And Twilight is a fanfic of its own. So it's this is not the first time that this has happened. Um, and it's definitely a lot more sad because it's a podcast that we love. There are plenty of podcasts. There are plenty of Harry Potter podcasts that I listen to on a regular basis that I feel like would be much better candidates for this kind of scrutiny and legal action. Yeah, um, and, and that's what frustrates me the most is that if they were worried about actually like using the content that wasn't theirs that they didn't get permission for, or like you said, making money off of it or whatever, there are a lot more other, a lot of other podcasts that could have got dinged way before a podcast that reads fan fiction. Yes, and that that to me, um, it and they didn't say in any explicit terms what the true issue was or what the legal action that was being taken was, but. That alone, to me, shows that it's not an issue with the concept, it's an issue with the content, um, which is very sad. Yeah, um, 
Yeah, it is sad. And I, I think that if they weren't an erotic podcast, if they were just... If um, they were just run-of-the-mill fanfic, I don't think it would be a problem. Yeah. Um, yeah. It also wouldn't be as popular, which may... I'm, yeah, and I mean, because the thing is, too, that it's not just like, oh, this is erotic fanfiction. It's a comedy podcast. It's mm-hmm. so... Some of the jokes they make about things. So it's like, they're they're not only just taking... Um, it's not like... So the fanfic writer is taking parts of this Harry Potter world and then the podcast is reading this fan fiction and then making their own jokes and communities based off of their personal readings of the fanfic. Yeah, they, they brought Harry Potter into their world. They didn't use the world of Harry Potter and then tweak it a little bit. They, right. they truly have created a very niche podcast that yeah. there's nothing else like it. Um, and so I feel so far removed from Harry Potter for it to be that big of an issue. I absolutely and I don't look at the original Harry Potter story any differently than I did before I listened to the podcast the podcast is hilarious it's comedic it's funny it's sexy the hosts are phenomenal but I it doesn't make me question anything about the original series it doesn't taint my view of the original series there's nothing about it that has in any way altered it there some of the stuff that they say is stuff that I have wondered all along and that from what I've read and the people I've talked to who also listen to the podcast, the general consensus is we're all wondering it. Like, it's not it's not something that just, like, one person thought of one day and it's, like, shocking and disgusting for the world to hear it. So Even a little. There's jokes all over Tumblr about it. Yes. Also, poor Tumblr. Oh, R.I.P. Yeah. Tumblr. Also poor Tumblr. What is this? Tumblr. Yeah. What? The world is going to shit, guys. Um, so if you haven't listened to Potterotica i guess do it while you can um but they in their most recent episode if you are a fan you should go and listen to it because they they out of what i think is a really shitty unfair situation which Mm -hmm. i think that they have handled with more poise and grace than i would be capable of Um, if i ever got a letter like that i would be like bitch see you in court um and i have no money so um But basically, they have decided that rather than shut down the podcast, which they, they really have three options, shut down the podcast, which I'm very glad that they chose not to do that. I think it would have been very, not easy, but the easiest of the options yeah. in this particular situation for them to say, you know, we've had a really good run. We've had a successful podcast for a couple of years. Um, they've created all sorts of subgroups um, on Facebook and stuff. And so like, they've really created a, a Potterotic world for everyone. Yeah. Um, and it would have been easy to be like, all right, that's, I think we're good. Um, we can be satisfied with our work and, and we can just be done with it because podcasting is not easy guys. No. Um, we are new at it and it's still very difficult and it takes a lot of time and effort. And yeah. obviously this episode's a little late, so it's hard. <laughs> um, so that was their first option. And I just, not that they listen to our podcast, but if they did guys, thank you for not choosing that. Um, the second option was to completely redefine the podcast in terms of content um, yeah. and just stick to very vanilla G rated fan fiction. Um, that's basically just a continuation of the actual storyline, which I feel like that would have been an even bigger issue. Yeah, I feel like that would have been a bigger issue. And they were also talking about the possibility of like only being able to review fan fiction. Right, which I, I do that on my own. I don't need a podcast to do that. So yeah. I'm very glad that they also didn't do that. I still, I mean, even if they end up doing that, if they just review it, um, it would still be great. 
I mean, the, the hosts are hilarious, and yeah. I'm sure they would make it worthwhile, but I think it would lose a certain je ne sais quoi of the podcast to do that. Yeah, I um, agree. And so they were left with this last option, which was instead of just doing Harry Potter fan fiction, they just are a fan fiction podcast in general. Any yeah. show, any movie, any book series, any literary world, any anything they can review. Yeah and read and spread content for um which that's that's what a lot of fanfic based things have done a lot of fan fiction sites started out uh like online for writers started out as dedicated to one particular subsection of fan fiction um and they had to expand because they ran into the same issue that they're that potterotica is running into now um because it's like i guess it's legally something or other that like if it's like a season and like a subset of what they're doing they can mm-hmm. do it. It's just that it's if it's a Harry Potter podcast, it's too connected to the mm-hmm. Harry Potter brand. Yes, which, which, <laughs> which I mean, that makes sense to me. If you are dedicated to everything, then you can't be tied to just one. Yeah. Um. So you can't. I mean, you can't infringe on the Harry Potter world if you read nine hundred other kinds of fan fiction. So they're basically undertaking this huge task to redefine the podcast. Um. And they've they have a new name, which I think is not as cute as Potterotica, because I thought that was pretty clever. Yeah. Um, but they're gonna be Fangasm now, which I think is really funny. It is funny. Um, a good one. And it's gonna be erotic fanfiction for everything, which is nice. I mean, I think that would have been a natural progression of the podcast eventually to include more, maybe not like everything, but to just have more universes thrown in there. Yeah. Um, but I think while this is a sad move because I don't really care about a whole lot of other universes um there are other like i watch plenty of other shows so they'll read fan fiction about your 90s sitcoms like friends they'll do game of thrones they'll do boy meets world i mean they're gonna do lord of the rings which i will not listen to that one um (laughs) okay you're a nerd but they (laughs) yes if you guys haven't noticed hey we have a harry potter podcast i think we've crossed that nerd verse yeah we've (laughs) whoops um so they're gonna start doing all that but it requires um a little bit of a temporary shutdown of the podcast because they have to completely work rework everything they have to edit the current content that they have to be um amenable to what the brothers are asking um they have to figure out a way to archive all the content that they have um, and be very careful legally not to lose it, which would be sad because they've put out two or three years worth of content, which in the podcasting world is a ton. Yeah. Um, and it's great. If you guys haven't listened to the seasons, you should listen to them. They're wonderful. They are. Um, and in addition to all that, they then have to get acquainted with like 50 other fan fiction worlds, which yeah. if you haven't read fan fiction, it's wild. Oh. <laughs> it's wild. And it takes a long time to get used to the verbiage um, and just the vernacular of other universes in general because it's not universal. Um, and it requires a lot of time and effort. I mean, they all have full-time jobs. And you know, the podcast was a hobby for them, which that's one of the things that bothers me most is, like, this was something that was fun for them. They, weren't, they didn't start a podcast and they're like, I bet one day we're yeah. going to make so much money and be so famous off of this. Like, yeah. No, making a living off of it. Like, come on. No, not at all. Um, and the the last thing that they need is obviously financial contributions because it costs mad money. Like, we do our production 
on a budget of zero dollars because we edit and post and we use an app that distributes for us which (laughs) if you guys don't know it's really annoying if you let the app do it for you because then you don't have access to a lot of your content um but if they choose to do it all by hand and distribute by hand and edit and everything like that um it just takes time and money and they have to build everything that they've already built but for a lot more worlds websites merchandise the whole nine so um they do have a patreon 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 it's not tequila and (laughs) um they are asking for people to contribute and to become (laughs) their patrons are called dongs if you don't know and they are asking people for people to contribute which i have contributed i know delaney has contributed because we love it um it may not be like a long-standing thing because i'm like super poor but it's it's a podcast that would be really sad if it went away it definitely fills a void in i think the harry potter podcasting world very nicely um and hopefully in the future now it's going to fill the void for a lot of different universes yeah um a total a total aside (laughs) i don't know that i've ever read fan fiction that wasn't erotic yeah, I don't think I have either. <laughs> I think the cornerstone of fan fiction is to be sexual. I was going to say, I feel like 99% of it is. Even Yeah, so <laughs> had they gone with option two and just, like, toned it way down, there would have been, like, no. There would have been, there would have been nothing to read. They would, be have, they would have Cursed Child. And that's it. Yeah. But, but I, think, I think at the end of the day... This is sad, and I think it's, like, kind of, like, an end of an era. But at the same time, I think that the direction is going to be great because they talked about bringing on different guests who are more familiar with the certain worlds and everything, and that sounds really mm-hmm. cool. So I think yeah. it'll end up okay. But I think, it'll, I think it'll end up okay. I think of the situation, they could not have come up with a better solution. Absolutely. Um, I think it's wildly unfortunate that this is the way that it materialized. Um, yeah. But I, I do think that they're working with what they have, and I think that whatever endeavor they do is going to be great. Um, For sure. Now, the tricky part about all of this and the tricky part about this particular episode is that they're still in quite the litigious era with the people that own the rights for it. Um, And so nothing we have said here has been mean enough to do anything about that. We Um, have a Harry Potter podcast, and this is talking about another Harry Potter podcast in the Harry Potter universe. That is all. That is all. Um, now if Warner Brother wants to recognize us as like one of the elite podcasts, hit me up, but they don't. Um, sure. But if you guys are a fan of the podcast, which if you're not, you will be, um, you, this is one of the situations that you have to just be very gentle with Yes. because as natural as it is to be like, oh, big corporation squishing the little guy and totally unfair and unfounded. It, it does have basis. It does have legal basis, unfortunately. Um, now whether or not it's as applicable to the situation as they want to make it is you know something for the court to decide but if you guys listen to the podcast all you need to do at this point in time is be supportive yeah and let the host and the podcast know that you think it's great you're excited that they're staying on for it you appreciate that they're undertaking everything that they're undertaking right now in order to keep the podcast alive yeah um the last thing you should do, which I saw a lot of today, and honestly, how stupid can people be? Um, the last thing you should do is, like, tweet at Warner Brothers. Yeah. Um, or email them oh or post on their Facebook wall or any of the other absurdities that I saw today. That yeah. 
is legal ammunition for the wrong side. We don't want to do that. Yeah. Um, And and I know a lot of people are upset because they're like, there's no way this is legal and like, whatever, whatever. And that may be the case, but that the the, the we don't get to decide that (laughs) we don't get to decide that and then on top of that the trio the the hosts of the the podcast they don't want to go through that if they just can get it like come to an agreement and get on with the podcast that's what they want they don't want to go through the court system against warner brothers and spend all that money that they don't have yeah this i mean their decisions the the last thing that we want to do is as a fan base for them is put them in a situation where they have to put everything up for losses um which could easily happen i there is no one in the world i would want to go up less against in court than someone like warner maybe netflix or disney or Disney. Yeah, there's some big ones. But, like, yeah. uh, you got to think about, like, dropping the bucket versus yeah. the bucket. So, yeah. um, obviously, it's natural to be irritated by it. Obviously, you can feel like we do and think, God, there's so many other podcasts that I would have gone after first. Mm-hmm. Um, you can be very sad that this is the end of an era. I mean, they, they started a podcast that there was nothing like it, which is a very rare yeah, with how many podcasts there are, how many Harry Potter podcasts there are, to have a podcast that's truly unique is very rare. Yeah, um, and so we at Lumos Maxima just wanted to let them know that we think they're wonderful, Absolutely. and that we wish them the best in this new endeavor that they have. And we want you guys, Allie, and Lindsay, and Danny, to know that even though you guys are having to do something that's very difficult and unfortunate and very hard. Yeah, um, that we're like really appreciative of what you've given us in terms of content over the last couple of years. You've brought so much joy and laughter to my commutes um, and you've given Delaney and I a lot to talk about. <laughs> so yeah, we, we really appreciate it and we appreciate that they're staying on um, and that they're not giving up on this this concept because I think it's great. I think it's something that's needed. Yeah. And I mean, I would even go as far to say as that, like, they're the reason we thought of starting our own podcast. They they are the reason that we started our own podcast to begin with, because I was like, you know, when they started the podcast, like, it was just Allie and Lindsay. Yeah. And they picked someone who was who was dead to read their stuff. And like the first season was so cringy and just (laughs) funny. And like, it was just we're like, you know, we could do that. We could do that. Obviously not with erotic fan fiction because Delaney would not be able to read it. Um, no, uh, nope. <laughs> I would, but Delaney would not. Nope. Um, but we're like, you know, they did this and they just seem like they're having so much fun with it. And there's no reason that we can't do that. And that's why we, we started our podcast. Um, and we obviously don't fit like such a niche little area <laughs> as they no. do. Cause they really just, <laughs> but not as smart as them. Or- no. And we're not as sexy as them, but no. we want, we want to be, we want to be, <laughs> we want to be, but they were very much so influential in that for us. And yeah. it, um, it is a great loss to the Harry Potter podcasting community, but I think that there is a lot to be gained by it. And we just wanted you guys to know that we do stuff outside the podcast and we were affected by things outside the podcast and it seems a little dramatic but it's also a little sensitive for us because we are a harry potter podcast yeah and we're a little fledgling um and if one day we were to be a lot bigger and this was happening to us i would want someone to take time and think like damn they've worked so hard on this 
and they've enriched the lives of people in dirty ways and it's just such a shame yeah i would say they've brought that it's happening together like there was like a meetup in london not too long they've ago. had like, they've had multiple meetups i mean they've got a fan base that like gets together and hangs out um they've started writing groups crafting groups workout groups i mean they've got a little bit of everything yeah um and they've they've really united people over this um and i think it was it was a much needed podcast because you know sometimes it's nice for you to know that the weird things that you do are not that weird yeah um and that the weird things that you think are not that weird to think and the things that you read are not that weird to read and it was very nice to and know that oh, there are much weirder things out there oh yeah <laughs> um every once in a while i see stuff that people put up in that group and i'm like but i'm not that weird <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep and then it just but makes it, you feel good and it gives you a good laugh and oh, so many laughs i my biggest hope through all of this is that one they are able to pull it off they're able to make this transition and they're able to just continue doing what they're doing um, but two, that people don't lose the enthusiasm for what they've created yeah. because they really have brought a lot of people together, which always is so cliche to say. Um, sure. But I mean, like strangers are like, hey, I'm going to be in Chicago for a week. Does any any Potterotics live in Chicago and I can like stay with you? And like people do that. So yeah. they've they've created a much bigger universe and it's as much as we want to say it's based around Harry Potter. It may have started with Harry Potter, but it is not about harry potter no because because um, i i do think that once they do make this transition and expand i think it's going to be just as a uh, magical and sexy but but it's just it's so frustrating that they're being forced to make this change instead of it mm-hmm. being natural change yeah because i i do think and this is probably the last thing i'll have to say about it because i am getting a little sad um, I do think that this would have been a natural transition for the podcast anyways. Yeah, I agree. Because you can only read Harry Potter fan fiction for so long. Yeah. Before you wonder what else is out there and you want to be more inclusive and you want to do crossovers. And like, in order to do that, you do have to expand some. And so I think that in a couple years, they would have started to do that anyway. Yeah. Um, but this is a sad catalyst for that. It is. It really is. It's disappointing in a lot of ways um it doesn't make me love the universe any less no but that's because the universe and those who own the rights to it for me are completely separate me too um i have no love lost for warner brothers no no definitely not um but i do have a lot of love for the characters and the universe that was created but i i also have a lot of love for what people have created based off of that because it's all special and yeah. it all means something to someone. And I think that that's important to remember. And part of the wonderful, wonderful part of this entire universe are the fans and everything mm-hmm. that's due and the crazy extent that we all go to, to celebrate this universe. So and yeah, I, I mean, if anything, this should be flattering as fuck. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. But that's probably, I mean, that's all I have to say for this week. What about you? Yeah, just yeah. the other thing I can say is that if any of you guys are listening and either if you're a fan of the podcast, um, Potterotica, or haven't listened, go over, listen to their podcast, donate to their Patreon if you can. They're really great and they're really, they seem like really great people who are doing awesome things on their yeah. own to create great content. So Yeah, and um, if you do that, start with Luke the Magician. <laughs> 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 because why not? Because I now have Nine Inch Nails 
and all their stuff on my <laughs> playlist. So that's really great. But we just, I know this isn't the content that we had intended for this week, but you know, sometimes life happens. We needed a little time to process and digest the information because I tend to get invested in things that I like. I have a very addictive personality. And so when I like stuff, I get I get quite invested in it. And this is definitely something I've gotten invested in over the last couple of years. Absolutely. Um, and it was just, it's come at a very odd time in the whole Harry Potter universe. Well, yeah. not odd that it happened because I was expecting something like this to happen, but not necessarily to something that I was a part of or yeah. felt like I was a part of. Because um, it happens to Etsy stores all the time, but not necessarily. Couple, like Harry Potter festivals. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. So... If you guys don't know about that, just Google Harry Potter Festival shut down by mean big corporation. Um, But that's it. That's it for this week. We'll be back with just regular old content um, next week. But we just want you guys to be appreciative of what you got and uh, support people that you think are worthy of supporting. And we obviously think that this podcast is super worthy of supporting. So if you have the time, the money, or the desire to laugh... You guys should go check them out um, and just let them know that you are very supportive of this transition. Absolutely. And I can uh, just say one last big thank you to Danny, Lindsay, and Allie. Yeah. You guys rock. Yeah. You guys rock. Um, <sighs> if you want to talk to us about any of this, you can reach us on our social media. Um, we're on Instagram at Lumos Maxima Podcast, on Twitter at Lumos Maxima Pod, and you can send us an email at Lumos Maxima Podcast at gmail.com. We like talking to you guys it's fun yeah we are also super excited that we are almost at our thousandth play which is very cool i don't know that's about it i guess i guess we're gonna get our letter from warner brothers next week (laughs) i am so excited i've been wanting to call my lawyer (laughs) oh he's been so bored i haven't been to jail in a really long time guys so he's been really bored yeah really bored i've been very on the straight and narrow lately so this time Thanks for listening. We'll get back to our regular content next week. Uh, but for now, just go. Listen to Potterotica. Just go be a Potterotic. <laughs> yeah. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.